0: This is Fix It. I'm Kevin. And I'm Nishan. Today,
1: we're fixing how law schools train the next generation of lawyers with Jay Edelson, founder and CEO of legal firm Edelson PC. Jay has a degree in philosophy from Brandeis University, received his JD from the University of Michigan Law School. He handles primarily class mass and governmental actions and complex general commercial
0: litigation matters. Full disclosure, Fixers, I'll be working with Jay and the Edelson team in the near future and I'm an avid listener of Jay's podcast, Non-Compliant. With that out of the way, I wanted to quote the New York Times to help further introduce Jay. Quote, when technology executives imagine the boogeyman, they see a baby-faced guy in wire-rimmed glasses, end quote. That boogeyman is Jay. He built his own firm just a few years out of law school, and since hanging his own shingle, the firm has quickly developed a reputation for breaking norms and holding tech accountable.
1: Welcome to the show, Jay. Thanks a
0: lot. Really happy to be here. So, Jay, speaking of your podcast, I've listened to quite a few episodes, and in non-compliant, you talk about a number of issues to our current approach to law school. I think two kind of stand out, which... One would be law schools luring students into kind of a false sense of complacency with just go to big law, your life will be great, and you'll make a lot of money. It's the safest route to go. And perhaps the second would be just failing to imbue students with the creativity that's required for a good lawyer in the 21st century. Can you dive into one or both of those kind of broad issues?
2: Sure. Sure. I mean, those, those are big issues. And first of all, congratulations to your guys' podcast. Nice that you mentioned mine. I, we're going to do a fix it episode for my podcast where you guys teach me how to do good podcasts. So I'm looking forward to that. But you guys do a terrific job. In, in terms of, yeah, I, I think that um, kind of taking a step back, the law school model was set up for a different time. When I went to law school, there was an expectation that you were going to go to a firm and stay with that firm really for your whole career. When I got out as a first year, really that year it changed. And I saw seventh year associates at at big firms ended up being told, no, you don't have a book of business, so get going. And it totally changed the practice of law. But if you kind of understand that that was the mindset of law schools, it makes a lot more sense, which is that that the schools weren't really trying to teach people how to be lawyers because the idea was you're going to go to a big firm and stay there seven years and they teach you how to be a lawyer. And then the the idea of what type of job you would get just send them to big law because you'll you'll that will be a career you'll you'll hate it, you know you'll be totally miserable but you'll be miserable for forty years. Well, we can guarantee that. And that's really the big been the big shift, which is now what they're selling is you're going to be miserable for three years and then you're going to realize you've got to jump ship or they're going to tell you to jump ship like they did with me very wisely a quarter century ago.
1: So Jay, these are both pretty thorny problems. You have both this proven false, but still a spouse narrative that law schools are feeding students and they're not imbuing students with the right skills. What do you think are the root causes behind law schools failing to catch up and modernize their approach? Do you think it's that law school is really long? Do you think that it's a, it's a matter of the financial incentives being off?
2: What's your diagnosis? So I, I think it's US News World reports That's the big problem, that they evaluate law schools Based on a number of factors, including what the average starting salary is, and that means average base starting salary. So, I, I, we've spoken to a lot of career service people. Kelsey McCandless, our chief of staff, works with them all the time, and um, and they're good people who really are trying to do best by by their students. But at the same time, they they understand, I believe at least that. Um, that they want, you know, Michigan, where I went, wants to make sure there's a top 10 school. And if it starts feeding too many people of public interest, then the average starting salary will go down and they might slip to, oh my God, not in the T14. Oh my God, if you're not in the T14, what are you going to do? So I I think that's, you know, that's one of the the big issues, which is they've got to burn U.S. news. It's just absurd. It doesn't even make sense. Like our firm, we, we end up paying more for first years than big firms, but it's through bonuses. Our starting salary is still, I think, high, I don't know what it is, 170 or something. But then we've got significant bonuses too. But US News doesn't doesn't capture that, so that doesn't count. So we've heard a lot of career services tell people, oh, don't go to a plaintiff's firm, you're gonna end up getting $60,000 a year. And that's just counterfactual.
0: The thing that stands out to me, even being at a school like Berkeley that likes to have this kind of facade of a school that really focuses on public service is watching some of my colleagues who entered law school said i will never think about big law and then slowly but surely they just get hit on every side of oh well it's only a couple of years imagine all the good you'll be able to do with all that money that's where you're going to be able to do good public service and the other thing that's frustrating, especially as I'm paying tuition right now, is to hear counselors say, hey, you'll learn how to be a good lawyer at a big firm. And I'm saying, what, are, what am I paying you for? Isn't that the point of school right now? So can you talk about how firms like Edelson and other firms are trying to steer schools away from this approach? Or are you working at all with counselors or chatting with professors? I know you've talked with deans of law schools, for example.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. First of all, the, there, there's so many big lies in, in kind of the story you told. And I agree with you. When I went to law school... I remember being in some room with eight people, and everyone was sure they were going to go into public interest. I said, "Isn't it weird that 95% of us will go to to uh, private firms, but but the eight in this for, in this group, we're gonna we're gonna show that we're different this year." And they all went to to uh, big law firms. So I agree with that. But also, the idea that big firms train you is just absurd. The I mean it, you can have individual experiences big firms and people can get good experience and and it, it's a good fit for a lot of people so i'm not trying to steer everyone away from it but we get so many uh applications from people who say what i did in my four years at you know kirkland ellis was i second chaired a deposition now any lawyer who's done a deposition knows that second chairing a deposition is nothing it doesn't mean anything it means you sat next to the person who actually took the deposition so it, it's it's fairly scary in terms of of our influence over law schools you know that that's pretty limited what what we're trying to do is speak as much as possible so that that people understand that law students understand that they have real agency in the process and that the fact that they're that there's kind of one route that is is shown to them that's not the only route out there, and I, I think with the recent pandemic and you know the the big argument as as you guys know for big firms is there's safety and security in there, and you know can we can we at least all agree just the three of us that that is are we allowed to swear on your show that is that is BS uh, I don't, I don't know if you guys are PG
0: uh, total bullshit yes okay.
2: Um, It is. I mean, we've seen in the pandemic where all the, you know, the big firms said, you know, to, to so many summer associates, Hey, thanks so much. Piss off. Uh, and to young associates too, and to admin and, and that's fine. It's, it's a business and they treat it like a business, but the idea that law students come in and say, this is a safe route. Um, to me, you know, it's just not right. And and I feel bad for those, those students.
1: Well, Jay, this, Recording comes at a a very timely moment for future students everywhere. For our listeners, we're recording on Friday, December 4th, when the Wall Street Journal just published a report that business schools have seen a historic rise in applications for the coming fall. And there's obviously going to be parallels for most graduate school and vocational school tracks. For students who might be contemplating, who might have already applied and been admitted to law schools for the coming fall or might be thinking about it for the years to come, What general advice would you have, especially for those students who might be thinking about careers in in law or in adjacent fields? And secondly, as someone who was a student and is now an employer in the legal field, what advice would you give to school administrators on what they should be doing
2: to fix these kind of broken incentives? Okay, well, let me deal with the second one first, because I'm really passionate about this. I, I think that the law school model is totally broken. The first year, I think, is terrific. I think that that this idea of teaching people think like a lawyer is a real thing, and it is it is terrific. The the amount of money people are paying, which is insane amounts of money, I think for the first year is worth it. I think most people know that years two and three really don't do that much for you. If you're doing law review or moot court, maybe you'll get something out of it, but but it's really just you know you're just paying the law school. What what is an employer and just kind of a citizen? What I'd like law schools to start doing is preparing people for the practice of law. What what people have to understand is this idea that law is simply a profession and not a business is a 40-year-old idea. It's not true anymore. It is a business. Now, what that means is that the best incoming associates, whether you're at a law firm, public interest, or even if you're clicking for a, a judge, whatever you're doing in the world, you have to learn basic skills, like how to, how to work with superiors, how to work in a team with other people, how to train people. These are the things that we spend so much time trying to teach our, our younger associates and older associates and young partners, and they just don't have any basis in it at all. You know, everyone is part of this large business, and you don't learn how to work in a team. You don't learn how to give an assignment to a partner how to deal with clients and you know, let alone basic skills like how to interview, how to send in an application where regardless if you're at the top school or the worst school, they all seem to kind of bungle it in my view. So, so that's what I'd like to see. I'd, I'd like to see a real kind of revamping of first year, teach people how to be a lawyer, teach people how to think like a lawyer and then second year, teach people how to be a lawyer and then third year, save your money. That's it, two years, move on.
0: I would very much like that speaking as a 2L for my 3L year to be canceled, but I will be embarking on probably another remote year. But with that in mind, and with all these great tips, Jay, thanks so much for joining the show.
2: Hey, this was a lot of fun. Looking forward to working with you over the summer, and and I'm going to keep listening to your podcast. So thanks for having me on.
0: Thanks again, Jay, for joining the show. To our Fixers, be sure to check out Non-Compliant. And as always, please use hashtag Fixer to tweet us at fix underscore cast and let us know what problems you're solving in your neck of the woods. And because it's a Friday when we're recording this, please make Nishant's Friday a great one and leave a five-star review. Thanks, and we'll see you next time, Fixers.